0: Hey friends, welcome back to Our Heart Surrendered. My name is Sophie and I'm one of the co-hosts of this podcast.
1: Hey guys, my name is Addison and I'm the other co-host of Our Heart Surrendered. Today we are talking to Ari and Zoe about their testimonies as part of our six-week series with followers and friends. So
2: Ari, will you go ahead and introduce yourself? Yes. Hi everyone. My name is Ariana. I'm 19 years old and I live in Southern California.
1: Awesome. We are so excited to hear about your walk with the Lord. Will you just go ahead and dive on in?
2: Yes, of course. So if I can give a little bit of backstory about my life, um, I grew up Catholic. Um, my family and I would go to church on Sunday pretty routinely. Um, so I grew up believing in God. I knew who he was. I knew who Jesus was. Um, I just didn't have the intimate relationship with them like I do now. So um, as far back as I can remember, I've struggled with fear and anxiety at a very, very young age. Um, I even remember when uh, I used to have these really bad um, uh, bad dreams when I was around six years old, I think is when they started. Um, I wouldn't call them like nightmares, but, you know, as a little kid, you know, there's a lot of things that scare you. so. And they didn't stop until I was about 11 years old. Um, so, you know, when I told my parents, God bless them. Uh, I love them. Shout out to my mom and dad. I Love them. Um, they didn't really know what to do. I didn't know what to do. I didn't know what was going on. Um, but one good thing that I can remember from that time was my mom used to come into my sister and I's room when we used to share a room together when we were younger, Um, and she used to come in before we used to go to bed, and she used to pray with us, Um, and I knew anytime she did that, I would actually go to sleep with a smile on my face, because I at least knew for that one night, um, God was just going to give me peace, and I wasn't going to have to, you know, wake up in the middle of the night crying because I had a bad dream, or wake up in the morning, you know, filled with fear or anything like that, so at a young age, you know, I already knew And I placed, you know, my faith in God that he was going to, you know, protect me and cover me and and fill me up with his peace. Um, So fast forward a little while later, my sister, my oldest sister, uh, she um, invited us to church, my family and I. It was a Christian church, so it was definitely different than what we were used to, but it was a good different. So my family and I were attending. It took a little while but we eventually were saved and it was just amazing. So fast forward a few more years, um, one night my mom got into a really bad uh, car accident on the freeway when she was coming home from work. And uh, anything that had to do with fear and anxiety kind of just blew up for me. It was just really, really bad. Um, and And not only took over my thoughts, um, it took over my life. Um, it affected the way I ate. It affected the way I talked. It affected the way I felt. Um, to give a little bit of an example of what uh, I went through, you know, how it, how it happened. Uh, so um, anytime, you know, all those what ifs start happening, right? You know, we start thinking, what if this happens? And what if that happened? Or this can happen too. Um, so those thoughts, those fear-based thoughts start to pollute my mind. Um, and when that happens, it's almost like the thoughts become louder and louder and louder. So um, I'm a very visual person. So not only can I hear my thoughts, I can see them happening in my mind, which is like a hundred times worse. Um, so when that happens, it just kind of fully starts to like consume me, in my mind. And when it starts to consume me, my anxiety starts to come in. Um, so for me, I know everybody experiences it differently, but for me and my anxiety, it's when I have an attack, uh, it gets really hard for me to breathe. It's almost like I can't catch my breath. Um, so just to add like some insight about that when someone's experiencing anxiety it's our body's natural reaction to respond you know like me would be with uh shortness of breath or I know some people experience uh chest tightening or uh I know some people actually their breathing gets faster like if uh they ran a marathon um but that's just our bodies going into the fight or flight mode um So, uh, anyways, one night I had a really bad anxiety attack. It was something that I've never experienced before, Um, and at that point I was done. Like I was spiritually tired. I was emotionally tired, um, and uh, I called up my older sister. Which shout out to my older sister, my other sister Sophia and Gabby. Uh, I called up my my sister, which. She's amazing. She's like a role model, a spiritual mentor, and a sister wrapped into one. But I called her and I told her what I'd been dealing with. And uh, that was pretty big for me because I didn't tell anybody. I didn't want anybody to know, nor was I ready for anybody to know. So when I told her, it was like this big weight off my shoulders. And uh, if anyone knows my sister, she told me just straight up, she was like, stop letting the enemy tell you and fill you with his lies he's like she was like anything that you're feeling anything you know all that negative emotions and stuff that's not from God so nor should it be of you and I was like wow (laughs) so she prayed with me over the phone and that night I knew everything was going to get better I knew everything was going to change for me Um, so she gave me a really great tip. Actually, she told me to write down some scriptures, um, like on sticky notes or like on my mirror, um, in my bathroom. So one of the scriptures I used to like, anytime I got like, you know, those anxious thoughts again, or those fear-based thoughts again, um, I would speak them over my life. So one of the scriptures was one Peter five, seven, which is cast all your anxieties on the Lord because he cares for you. So that was definitely one of my favorites. And I use that one all the time or uh, anytime, you know, I would feel an anxiety attack come on. It was almost like a signal for me to pray and for me to just like ask God, God, take this from me. I don't want this anymore. I'm tired of feeling stressed out. I'm tired of feeling anxious. I'm tired of all these thoughts in my head. If you can just give me your peace, if I can just receive your joy. Um, and that's exactly what he did. It's, it's almost amazing. It's a blessing to if anybody out there's ever experienced an anxiety attack, it's not easy to calm yourself down. It's it's really hard and it takes a little while. So anytime I prayed that, um, it's almost like God instantly just gave me my breath back and instantly I received peace. Um, it's actually amazing because when I was writing my notes for the podcast and for the testimony, just you know, so I didn't forget anything. Um, I was, you know, typing them up and uh, I was playing worship music in the background. And uh, these songs started to come on (laughs) about overcoming fear and overcoming anxiety and receiving peace from God. And I honestly, like, I like pushed my computer back and I just sat there. And literally the Holy Spirit just like filled me with peace. And I started to cry because I knew that that was God telling me that he's right there with me, that he never left me, that you know, he's always gonna take care of me. He he loves me. So that was just like an amazing experience in itself. I actually wrote the songs down if anybody's curious. One of the songs was called Fear is a Liar by Zach Williams. And the other one was um, it was by Bethel Music. Um it was a live acoustic, it was Waymaker and Cornerstone. So if anybody, you know, is dealing with whatever, what I was dealing with um, or just wants some new worship music, go listen to those. Um, and if I can also add, it's actually kind of funny. Well, now it's funny. Um, I saw your guys' Instagram posts and I was like, oh, my gosh, like, that's super cool. I can't wait to hear the testimonies on the podcast. And I kept scrolling. And all of a sudden I hear something tell me, go back. And I was like, what? So I kept scrolling. There it is again. Go back, go back. And I was like, I was like, okay. So I went, I went back to your guys' page and I kid you not, I stared at the story for a good five minutes. I just stared at it, looked at it, contemplating, should I, should I not? I don't know what to do. And something told me, just do it. Just do it. Be bold. Just do it. So I did. We talked, I submitted it. You guys said yes. I was super pumped. Kid you not, not even a few days after you guys said um said yes to me. Um the enemy immediately started to tell me, don't do it, you're not worthy, your story's not worthy. It's just like don't do it. And I was like, wow. Um I started to believe it actually for a while. I was like, you're right, like, my testimony doesn't have this, and it's not grand, and it's not spectacular, and it doesn't have this, like, this person's, and um, actually, I was really contemplating on uh, texting you guys to tell you, like, you know, maybe you should find somebody else, you know, I can't do it anymore, and then the Holy Spirit steps in, and he was like, uh, no, <laughs> he said, no, do not listen to the enemy he's a liar. And he literally told me, he said, you are worthy. And so is your story. And I was like, Oh, my gosh, you are absolutely right. And so I was like, let's do it. We're gonna do it. So um, I just want to, you know, encourage anybody out there. If you're, you know, going through the same thing that I was going through or anything with your testimony. I mean, just be bold. Just do it. I mean, you never know who can be impacted by what you were going through. Somebody might be going through the same exact thing uh, you were going through. So, um, yeah, I just wanted to encourage everybody to do that. I mean, just just to trust in God, too. Like, I know sometimes that's not easy. um, But just to not only trust in him, though, to trust in his plan for your life, because he wants nothing but the best for you. And he loves you. So, um, yeah, that's my testimony.
0: Wow. Thank you so much for sharing. That was truly amazing. Um, I loved how you talked about taking bold steps because I know that bold steps for me are terrifying. And a lot of the times aren't something that I really want to do. I like to be comfortable, but I think it's amazing that even through the fear that you felt about the podcast, you still did it because your story was so powerful. And I know that it will touch a lot of people listening.
1: Yeah, 100%. Um, I'm so thankful that you chose to just like push past that fear and listen to the Holy Spirit. Um, First Timothy 6.12 says, fight the good fight of faith, take hold of the eternal life to which you are called and about which you made the good confession in the presence of many witnesses. And I think that just kind of goes to show that the power of our testimonies, whether you know people who relate to your testimony or not, my mic just disconnected, but I hope y'all can still hear me. It just might be a little worse. Um, um, anyways, my point being like, I have fought that, like that lie that my testimony is not good enough. It's just lame. It's like, I grew up in church, whatever. Um, but there are people that need to hear that um, because what God did in your life is a miracle, whether it's grand and it's really cool. And you came to know the Lord through so many cool things. Like your testimony is incredible. And that's the work of God. And like, who are we to belittle the work of God? You know what I mean? And and I loved what you said, that God's plan like is better and it's greater. And that's something that I have this journal and it's like what I write down pretty much every day, what the Lord has taught me today. And like, literally, I think it was like Tuesday or Wednesday. I wrote like the same thing of just like, I so often pray for these things and who am I to be offended when God answers them in a way that's best for me. And that's within his plan when I just, it doesn't align with my plan is high I automatically. I'm like, oh, it's not cool. That's not what I meant. Um, <laughs> like redo that, um, and do it the way I want, but it's like God's plan is so much better and so much better for all of us. Why would we want anything else? You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly.
0: Yeah. Well, I think that's all we have for today. Um, thank you so much for joining us, Ari all right we have loved hearing from ari and her testimony and before we continue on we're going to take a quick commercial break so hold up it's time for a commercial break the first thing that i have is that you guys should definitely go follow our instagram at a faith podcast we post on there every week we post all sorts of fun things on there, and also polls and questions that we ask you guys for what you want to see on the podcast. It's pretty fun over there, so make sure you go follow it. Next, um, if you haven't emailed us yet and you want to, go ahead and email us. Um, our email is surrendered at gmail.com. There's two S's, and if you want to have any prayer requests or just want to talk or anything, You should email us. Um, The next thing I have to say is we have a blog called Broken Vessels Blog. um, And that link will be in the show notes. And soon, very soon, we will be writing on there again. And last but not least, we would love it if you left a rating and review on the platform that you're listening with. Um, Rating and reviews are super fun and super encouraging for us. Um, And thank you if you've written a review. They are super encouraging. And we just appreciate you. Um, and I think that's everything so now back to the testimonies next you're going to hear from Zoe all right everybody so you just heard Zoe's testimony I mean you (laughs) just heard Ari's testimony and now we're going to um hear from Zoe um so Zoe do you want to introduce yourself
3: Sure. I am Zoe and I live in Washington State and I am 16 years old. I'm going to be a junior this school year. So, yeah.
0: That's awesome. We're so excited to have you on the show. Um, so um, if you want, you can just go ahead and dive into um, your testimony.
3: All right. So I grew up um, Adventist. And basically, Adventists, um, they go to church on Saturday, um, and they have this prophet. Her name is Ellen White, and she was, she lived in like the 1800s, and she was like one of the reasons the Adventist church got started, and the, yeah, so I was born into this church, and I have grown up since I was born um, at this church called Oasis, And it was awesome. I loved it. I was baptized when I was 11 years old. And I just had a really awesome relationship with Jesus, or at least that's what I thought. And when I was 12 years old, I moved to Mexico. And when I moved to Mexico with my family, we um, were attending an Adventist church down there. But it wasn't like, what we were used to it was more of a conservative church and they sang a lot of hymns and it just wasn't what we were used to as a family and so we started going to a church on Sunday as well and that was really new for me because um my thinking growing up was that Sunday churches were of the devil and that if you went to church on Sunday you were going to hell and so it was kind of new for me but it was like I am so happy to be going to a church that is like meeting my needs. Um, Fast forward like three years and out like what was correct in their theology and what was wrong in their theology. And it it was kind of hard sometimes like learning new things. And I was a part of this mentorship course And one of the girls reached out to me and was like, Hey, I know that you're researching Adventism and stuff. Do you want to attend my church service this Sunday online. And it was Easter Sunday. And I was like, sure, you know, why not? I'm not really doing anything. So I sat down on my bed and I watched this church service and it was absolutely incredible. Like I was crying during the worship part of it. And then during the sermon, the pastor was just talking about how um, God, like, sacrificed his son, and that sacrifice was enough, like, we don't have to earn it in any way, shape, or form, and I had just never heard the gospel presented in that way before. I have always been a very legalistic person, and have always tried to earn my salvation, um, but that day, with the pastor, I prayed, and I gave Jesus my life for the first time, truly, and, I like texted grace, the girl who had reached out to me afterward. And I was like, I just gave my life to Jesus. Like I just became a Christian, I think. And this is like, so awesome. And I'm so excited. And she was like, oh my word, that is so great and everything. And she ended up becoming my mentor and we still talk like every week. But after that, it was like, I gave my life to Jesus. What am I supposed to do now? Like my parents and my family are still Adventist. Um, Now I'm Christian, like what am I supposed to do? So every Sunday I just watch the church service and I I really enjoyed it. But then like things started opening up and I was like, I wanna find a church to attend in person. And so I was like looking online and I found this church called New Heights in my town. And I was like, oh my word, I'm so excited. But I'm like, how am I supposed to bring this up with my parents? Like they know that I'm watching church on Sunday but I totally thought that they would like hate me for wanting to leave the Adventist church. And one day they were the ones that sat me down. I didn't even like go up and talk to them. They were like, hey, uh, Zoe, I know that you've been watching these church services on Sunday and we want to talk to you about why. And I was so nervous. I was like, I want to leave the Adventist church. Like, I don't feel like their theology is correct. And I was backing it up with scripture and stuff, but it was still, like, absolutely nerve-wracking. And they were like, that is okay. Like, we want to support you in your relationship with God. And if you feel like you cannot be a Christian and you cannot follow Jesus in the Adventist church, then we don't want you there. And so they were very, very supportive. Um, In fact, my dad's friend back in Mexico, he was like, if you take your kid to a Sunday church, be prepared for her to leave the church later, like, be prepared for her to leave the Adventist church, because you were opening up this door for her to see that it is okay to leave the Adventist church, and so, in all honesty, if I hadn't, like, lived in Mexico, I would have never left the Adventist church, like, I would have just been too scared to, because it was, like, and the churches are of the devil. I mean, obviously now I know that that's not true, but like that was my mindset for a really long time. So my parents were just supportive. And when I turned 16 and I got my license, I started going to the church on Sunday and I started attending youth group. And it was, it was so awesome to like find a community. And I ended up joining the leadership team uh, at my youth group. And all of the kids were seniors that were on leadership team. And I was a sophomore and I was like, so scared of them all but I ended up making some really awesome friends and I started like becoming more and more involved I started doing music at my Sunday church at New Heights and I just got really plugged in and then fast forward to like April my I think it was April my grandpa died and then a week later my uncle died And that was, like, the hardest time of my life because at the same time, I had a lot of friendship drama going on. And so my band had broken up and um, I didn't have any friends at school or anything. And it was just, like, me and my church community. And I was only seeing them once a week. It was really, really hard, Um, especially when my uncle died because I felt like God was, like, saying, you know, I don't really care because you know, he had a family and um, he had a kid and then he just passed away. Like we thought that God was gonna heal him from his cancer, but he didn't. And it was really, really hard, but my community at my church just surrounded me so much. And it was so incredibly amazing to like feel supported like that. Um, But then in June, all of my friends graduated high school and they're all going off to college So at my youth group, I am now the only girl, and I am one, uh, well, everybody else is a freshman. I am the only person who is not a freshman at my youth group now, and it's really, really hard to be in a season where I feel like I don't have community. Um, I know that, you know, I have Jesus, and I have everything that I need. God will provide for every need that you have. but it's still hard and there are still times with my parents where it's like they don't completely understand my need for community at my Sunday church um, because they think that Oasis is still my home church and they think that um, that is still my main place of worship Um, but that's like simply not true like there are times where I have to like compromise because If I'm involved at New Heights and I'm involved with leadership there and music and stuff, then I have to be involved at Oasis, my Saturday church, because um, again, my parents think that Oasis is my home church. And so there are moments of like compromising that is really, really hard. Um, But overall, God has just been so incredibly faithful um, to allow me to have such wonderful parents who at times don't understand still allow me to go to church and still allow me to have friends that are outside of Adventist church. And it's just absolutely incredible um, how God has continued to work over the past like year and a half. Um, So yeah, that's pretty much that's my testimony. And yeah.
0: That is amazing. Thank you so much for sharing and being vulnerable and sharing that. I think it's amazing how um, you took um, a bold step of faith, um, and join the leadership team at your church. I think that's, um, an awesome thing, and I think it's also awesome, um, how, even though you were nervous to talk to your parents, um, you you um just could have that conversation with them, and I think it's, it's really awesome, um, how you said that, you Jesus is all you need and all you like, um, even if everything else fails, we have Jesus, and I think that's, really amazing to. Think about and remember, because a lot of the times I forget that Jesus is all
1: I need. Yeah, one hundred percent. Um, I loved, I like literally loved your testimony. Incredible, um, incredible to see like how God is working in and through you, um, and then also just like, I feel like it's so clear, um, just like your parents, the way they welcomed you with open arms, um, and just want to support you in your faith. Um, and just like that is how the father like loves us like just with open arms come as you are like he is here um he is like taking us in the right direction right um and i applaud your boldness and like your um just it's just encouraging to see that you were like open and like actively fighting the good fight of faith i like earlier in the episode with ari i quoted um a scripture first timothy Um, just fighting the good fight of faith and like you were willing to um, have confrontation in order to do that, like in order to um, reach like your new church that you find to be more theologically accurate. It's just incredible. Um, And I also, I resonate with the part of your testimony, like your testimony is ongoing and so is everybody else's. Um, And it's like, if I told my testimony that the episode that we released with my testimony, I recorded pretty much a year ago. Um, And the way I tell my testimony now is really different. Um, just because like testimonies are ongoing and it's just really cool to see how they change and like how, um, uh, it's not God that's changing. It's just a testament of his love. Um, but also I resonate a lot with feeling like community is really important. And it's something you struggle with. Um, and it's hard to make friends that are going to push you towards the Lord. and um, and like also keep them and just with everything being changing as the world is, Um, And I'm in prayer over that. And I know Sophie is uh, and listeners, I'm sure they will be as well. Um, But community is vital. Like it is vital. And there are so many times where I'm like, yo, I'm done. I'm better off alone. It's just me and God at this point. Um, But like, that is just simply not true. And you have to push through like the hard times and just like constantly seek community, even if your parents like don't understand it. Um, So we're definitely in prayer over you. And we are so, so thankful for just your vulnerability and, and just telling us everything that you did, because I know that your testimony will touch lives of whoever listens to it. Um, and I think that's all I have. So if you have anything else?
0: No, that's all. Once again, thank you so much, Zoe, for um, coming on the show. And I think with that, we'll just say thank you so much for listening. Let's strive to live in wholehearted surrender this week.